0: hello there everyone welcome back to tap transmissions where tonight we're talking about something new it's going to be star wars a star wars episode we don't do those too often i'm your host corey joining me as always is my co-host justin eckhart's ladder how are you doing today
1: you know pretty good pretty good read uh two really phenomenal uh short stories today uh not classified as short stories but they are very very short stories Uh, So I'm having a good one. How about you, young Corey?
0: Yeah, I uh, I too uh, read some great short stories today. But then I also read uh, "Zorba the Hutt's Revenge" and "Mission to Mount Yoda." And uh, there's a lot to say here. I think there's uh, usually with these uh, with the kids' books, we don't have as much to dig into. But there was uh, there was a lot of meat here that I think everyone's going to enjoy getting to break down on tonight's episode
1: there's one line that luke said that just made me laugh so much but it's like it's it's it uses dated non-politically correct language um i noticed well, a
0: lot of stuff like that but i'm not entirely sure which actually no
1: way wait, wait actually i know I'm, I'm incorrect uh it's not politically incorrect language but it's because he, he there's one line where he says we'll just have to prove that black bearded dwarf dead wrong and i think that kind of sums up these two books quite well <laughs> agree or disagree uh,
0: yeah i think i think that's kind of kind of the experience for today but mm-hmm. we are talking about jedi prince books three and four so we got a double feature tonight before we get into that though i don't know why every time i launch the my ebook reader it mm-hmm. does the like nvidia overlay thing that pops up in the corner of the screen like, Use I don't caliber
1: need libre is that what it's called, Calibre?
0: No, it's probably Caliber.
1: It, it might be. Uh, yeah. It's probably Calibre because isn't Libra or Libre, yeah, like? That's first why first I've first I've always Latin gone with, for... it with
0: like the Libra. But anywho, I, yeah, I get the fucking Nvidia like Shadow Play activated just in case mm-hmm. I need a an epic replay of the last few seconds of the <laughs> yeah. book.
1: <laughs> yeah, just turning one page and like really aggressively, you gotta go back and capture that.
0: Yeah, so this is Zorba the Hutt's Revenge and Mission to Mount Yoda, which is uh how Grogu was conceived.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: but any any news that's come out in the last few days? I guess Visions. We got the May 4th Star Wars Day release for it. Which is actually sooner than I thought it would be.
1: Mm, yeah, I was I was um I was expecting after that. Uh so that was kind of a pleasant surprise. We also got i would say the big news would also be jedi uh survivor got pushed back a couple months
0: yeah six weeks so month and a half uh how are you feeling about that we haven't talked about it yet but
1: i'm fine yeah yeah march is busy yeah i was actually pretty happy because it means that i can like i've got a couple trips in march so um now i'll be able to i should be able to focus a bit better on the on the game once it comes out for my coverage so
0: Yeah, we were going to be in a situation where it's uh, Jedi Survivor coming out at the same time that we're getting to like the last episode of The Mandalorian as well as the end of uh, Bad Batch, because I think that's Mm -hmm. all ending around the same time. It would have been a really packed couple of weeks, whereas now there's a bit more time in there. Uh, And I guess with if Mando is what, eight episodes, it usually is for the prior seasons.
1: Yeah, it's been eight episodes each time so far.
0: So that'll be all of March and April. We'll get mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor at the end of April, actually, not the, be- not the end of March. But uh, then we're getting into Vision Season 2, basically the following week, I guess, if it's the mm-hmm. last week in April that the final episode of Mando is coming out. Um, mm-hmm. But they released all of the other ones in Season 1 at the same time, right? It was a Tales of the Jedi kind of situation? Yep,
1: Yeah, they all came out at once which I, I guess kind of makes sense considering they're all really different.
0: Yeah. And that'll be, it'll probably be a summer without shows. And then we get into Ahsoka and skeleton crew to end out the year, but I'm not sure exactly when those will happen.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think anyone really knows yet, but we know that Ahsoka seems to be a little bit further along. So I'm going to assume that one comes first and then skeleton crew, but who knows really? Yeah. They could, they could, be, they could be canceled. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Or what? We've got all of the shows that are probably gonna come out from that initial slate of shows that have been announced mm-hmm. are like we know they're far along in production. Like we have uh Still Skeleton Crew Ahsoka and the Acolyte to come out, out of that initial announcement that Kathleen Kennedy did. uh But I I don't I don't think the Rangers of the New Republic, Lando I think there was one other that's Unless I'm just thinking of Rose um, Quadrant.
1: There was the droids one as well. Um, I don't think there was another live action show, but I could be mistaken.
0: Yeah. I guess there technically is Young Jedi Adventures as a show that's been announced since mm-hmm. then, but uh, not quite the same, the same pile of stuff.
1: No. Yeah, I think I think the droids one is supposed to come out this year, too, but I'm not I'm not sure. But yeah, that came out in the 80s. <laughs> well. I, what's actually what's the new droid show called it's, i don't
0: even know what you're talking about
1: oh there's a new star wars droid show coming out um that I, I think it's live action but i'm not sure uh but yeah so there's there's something coming yeah i think it's i think it's with c3po and i'm just looking at the list now oh did, did you mention the acolyte as well i did I mention did. the Aco- yeah yeah so. i will
0: always mention the acolyte
1: yeah, I'm that's that's just still no idea what it's about, <laughs> but more mm-hmm. and more excited. Uh here's my question. Have you all been watching uh The Last of Us? That's kind of been the
0: Haven't the yet. Uh the town. Dan and I are going to watch it. I've never played the game before, but mm-hmm. uh I'm I am looking forward to that. There's a lot of involvement from people that I like and other stuff on top of it just being a a popular good mm-hmm. video game. So I've I've heard a bunch of good things. Hopefully this weekend we'll be able to watch it.
1: Yeah, uh, I've watched episode one. It was pretty good, mostly just trying to get Kelsey on board. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's called Droid Story, by the way. And uh, It's not supposed to come out until, I guess, 2025. So a little off there. That's like, what, 40 years after the first droids? Did the first droids come out like 85, didn't it?
0: Uh, it, it I think it was it was after episode six, so it has to be. Mm-hmm. in within a couple of years of that
1: mm-hmm. uh any, any other news really you want to talk about we've got a, we got a cool a few cool posters for the mandalorian i'm not sure if you saw yeah. those one of them in particular was pretty pretty rad um, uh, i
0: think i only actually saw the one with just the mandalorian on it so if there was other okay. stuff i think i missed it
1: that was the main one there was one with like on uh the other kind of interesting news is so we did get the we, we, we mentioned this briefly we did get the studios uh for visions i'll just read them off quickly uh i don't know any of them uh really there's cartoon saloon uh punk robot uh is that OMR studio aardman triggerfish dart studio la cachette 88 and El Guerri query um so that means no studio uh ghibli and what's interesting is that uh, Lucasfilm, I think it was Kathleen Kennedy and maybe Dave Filoni took a trip out there to see them. So I'm kind of wondering, like, maybe there's another project that's kind of on the go. I was kind of taught, thinking about that today. And then just 25 minutes ago, Studio Ghibli did tweet out a picture of uh, of Baby Yoda. So Again, are
0: they going to re-release... Uh and the dust bunnies or whatever
1: the definitive edition <laughs>
0: <laughs> this time it's an 8k
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's two minutes longer we looped it for you they've
0: got to be doing like a separate project like
1: yeah I think so I mean if if they'd be willing to then I think uh, I think Lucasfilm would be very very foolish not to work with them because that's just they've got so there's like there's people who will watch anything they put out um Yeah, because everything they put out is good. So
0: there's people who would just watch a a thing they did of Grogu. Lo-fi beating his way around a a screen for a little while.
1: Yeah, I was one of those people.
0: Uh, We've got. We're probably not going to be able to talk about the Bad Batch again for a while, because you are going to be absent next week. Yeah. Uh, And then week after that as well, probably. So we've got uh the mid season mid season finale like there's no time off, but it's still technically the the two middle of the season episodes that are paired together uh so I guess any how are you feeling about the season leading up to that, especially with the last episode so that just came out
1: yeah i mean i'm i'm I enjoyed the last episode uh one thing that I found kind of funny, and I talked about this a bit yesterday. Is like, I saw some people complaining about it, and it was initially meant to be a fucking four episode long Clone Wars arc. Yeah. How were they going to get four episodes worth of content out of that? It just reminds me of like the Mon Calamari arc, which was just, it felt painfully boring. And I know some people are tired of me ripping on the Clone Wars. I get it. I do like the show. I learned um, from Reddit yeah.
0: actually a couple of days ago that you and I hate the Clone Wars.
1: Oh, do we? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I wasn't
0: I wasn't aware that we hated it. I know we complain about some stuff in it sometimes, but uh
1: that's really weird considering I spent the last two podcast episodes talking about my uh season 7 rewatch, which I was doing for fun. But uh but yeah, I, I I actually thought it worked really well or at least better as a one episode uh thing with the I would have liked Division Kashik during the Clone Wars because that was the original intention obviously. It was made for the clone wars it was one of those sort of forgotten story reels that never got completely finished we did see a couple clips from it um yeah
0: we had the kinrath like we saw the kinrath nine years yeah. ago uh but i don't know if the story was quite the same like because they reference similar. like i think filoni still treats that arc as having happened just kind of behind the scenes for the characters because they reference having gone to kashik before in the episode and it's a reference Could to be? that.
1: But I looked it up and like the main villain, the Trandoshan, had the same name in both of them. Um, So it could be that like broad strokes still happened because you're right. They do kind of talk like they've been to Kashyyyk before. Um, But like that also helps explain like why they're using Separatist battle tanks and stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. What about you? And I'm looking forward. I'm I'm enjoying the season so far.
0: Yeah, like I I felt like the episode took uh, a lot more steps in the directions of the things I was looking for that were kind of lacking from the prior episodes that people called filler or whatever. I didn't think that they were filler per se either, uh, but Mm -hmm. this had a lot more explicit connection to like them figuring out what they want to do or having character growth that's... Mm -hmm. uh, beneficial for the characters like it it didn't give echo enough to work with considering uh the start of the episode i felt like it was just kind of a big tease for him where it's like okay omega's with echo i'm not going to i guess whatever if you're listening to this right now and you haven't seen the episode oh well hmm. uh but yeah omega was with echo on the station i was like okay maybe they'll talk about something and then nothing happened there but then we did get echo kind of advocating for how they needed to help the wookies like taking that lead role that he also had in the darrow arc and that we just haven't seen much from him since then
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh so i i was happy with everything that episode did and uh yeah
1: yeah okay so shall we hop right into zorba's revenge uh i don't see why we wouldn't mm-hmm. hop right into it like a slug into a cloud city Uh, So Zorba, as established by this book, is Jabba the Hutt's father. Yeah. And he is returning to Tatooine because he wants to see his son. Uh, And of course, Jabba has been strangled to death in a sad BDSM accident, (laughs) not unlike Robert Carradine. Um, And (laughs) that's really disrespectful. I'm sorry. Um, And so
0: many things wrong with what you just did.
1: Yeah, his was autoerotic asphyxiation, but um, which if you remove the auto part, basically, but um, and also like,
0: oh, like Leia wasn't into that whole situation. You can't really call it BDSM. Like BDSM community no, is very you're, big you're, on you're, consent, right, and Leia you're right, you're was...
1: right. That's that's a hundred percent correct. Um
0: Apologize uh, to the listeners, please, Justin.
1: I'm sorry, listeners, and I am sorry, BDSM community. Put the whips away. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so so he wants to go visit Jabba. Of course, Jabba's dead. He gets angry. He barges in the canteen. He's looking for Leia. Add him to the list of huts who wants to kill Princess Leia. Um, and yeah, that's kind of one plot line. And obviously, Princess Leia is also wanted by Trioculus, who wants to marry her. So we've got two opposing bad guy factions here. And I've got a feeling that they might come together in a really interesting way. No. Okay, and of course it all, and of course where they come together, Cloud City, where Han Solo has also got his new space home.
0: Yeah, we this was basically a book about uh, a bachelor pad housewarming party for Han, Uh, and it it was weird
1: the whole time.
0: Like it is very nineties in that there's a lot of sexism at the start, and then uh, there was a lot of focus on like the the Bespin ozone layer and air pollution.
1: People be uh, fucking droids, right?
0: Absolutely. That's that's clearly yeah. a thing that happened. That was probably the first thing that droids were invented for, but now they don't have to do that if they don't want to. But mm. the which is good. they they had haze, which they uh, they needed to bespinize. So they called it braze. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just like bespin is smoggy as fuck because of just known imperial weapons facilities that are like <laughs> 50 feet away from Han's apartment, and they're all just like, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, it sounds like Han could have probably dropped like a thermal detonator on it, <laughs> like if he timed it right. Like nobody thought of like calling in the New Republic, like Akbar Akbar, Akbar
0: is being is- ignored at Han's housewarming party. They're treating him like a fucking joke. So disrespectful. And yeah. then uh and nothing. Like they're all just like, yeah, we know there's an Imperial weapons factory here. <laughs>
1: Nobody likes it like okay maybe fucking blow it up how about
0: <laughs> I do like that Lando is said to be the governor of Clouds of Bespin it's mm. not just like he's the administrator of Cloud City because he fucking no. bought it he's he's the planetary governor and Jabba used to own the casino there conveniently which Lando now also owns
1: Yeah I we get it we, we do get some uh some Cloud City um some Cloud City lore as well. Um, we learn about the, uh, or not Cloud City lore, Bespin lore. We learn more about the planets. We learn more about the. Uh, we learn more about the the planet of Bespin itself. I imagine most of that was already established, but uh, that was kind of fun. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of right. stuff in these books that like got brought into wider lore later on. Mm-hmm. directly or indirectly like a lot of yeah. the, the duros lore that ends up being in yeah, that's... source books and the new jedi order actually does stick from that that's from the next book but
1: mm-hmm. still wow you're reading ahead
0: we were supposed to read both tonight justin
1: oh the next okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay yeah um yeah so i i mean i enjoyed this first one more mostly because i yeah. thought it was funnier um like one thing i like is uh they get jdt's which is jawa something training posts or something yeah. it's like oh we got to go to the jdt i was like is that like star wars's version of like the Neets, like not in education <laughs> employment or training or like is it maybe like a wasp um but uh i also like the idea that they uh turned so star wars apparently does not have uh like intestate wealth transfer like you need to have a will apparently mm-hmm. or it's just game over so java dies without a will because you know it, huts are supposed to live forever or a long time you never got around to it uh you know consider planning for your future now uh so jabba's palace becomes an old folks home for a while Mm -hmm. uh and basically it's also just kind of sitting there you know just just chilling so i thought that was a, a really interesting bit of lore that contradicts pretty much everything else that we get about Jabba's palace.
0: Yeah, but this came first, doesn't it over a lot of that stuff? I guess not over some of the some of the earlier tales books, maybe. Yeah, I this is 92.
1: Get, doesn't doesn't air to the empire talk doesn't book one, like at the very beginning, talk about Jabba's palace. I know it talks but about like Jabba's empire, but I don't maybe it doesn't mention the isn't palace air to itself. the
0: empire from like 94, though.
1: No, air the empire is 91. Was it
0: 91? OK, because these yeah. started, I think, in 91 or 92 and ended in 92 or 93. So yeah, it's all around the same time.
1: Yeah. Heir to the Empire was like the very first, though. Okay.
0: Well, I thought it was great commentary on the state of Ontario's uh, old age care homes, where they're all just dilapidated <laughs> and no one's actually funding them properly. And then they're trying yeah. to pass the say, like, oh, because it's a privately managed thing, it's not our responsibility. Like, come on.
1: Yeah. And you, uh, you know, the other the other option was just let them die, like let the old folks just die. <laughs>
0: It, it did make the Tatooine seem like it had more of a planetary. I agree. Yeah, I was like, okay.
1: Tatooine's pretty progressive. They get a a palace, a literal palace, full of brain spiders. I guess that part's not great, but they get a literal <laughs> palace. They're like, what should we do with this? Let's use it for a social good. Like, and Canon Boa Fett moves in there, and he's just like slinging fun, his now. shit around. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it is the the home for aging aliens, though. So there's like some implied segregation that's not very epic.
1: Mm. Mm. And I mean, it was kind of already that with like the the monks, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it it's do all the old date or all the people who move in the retirees. Do they have to become spider jars? Is that a prerequisite for living there?
1: Um, I don't think it's a prerequisite. I think it's a a happy uh, revelation at some point.
0: (laughs) So it's a thing that you're offered at some point when you've been there. I wouldn't say offered.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think you get like Bib Fortuna at some point. Oh. Yeah. Well. Because that's what happens to him and his tales. story. I think it's tales of Jabba's Palace that happens to him.
0: We need to do those books at some point. Oh, yeah. I love I love those books a third or something. They they are actually.
1: Yeah, they are kind of quite long. Also, oh, one thing I meant to talk about. Uh there was shirts, the crew shirts for the Mandalorian season three were they came out today. Uh and one of them was uh Max Rebo Lives. That's what it said on it. So probably just a joke, but maybe we'll see him in season three.
0: Yeah. Maybe something else like if you see him anywhere, you have to expect it to explode at this point. Like Yeah.
1: yeah if you walked these- into my
0: house. The dude accidentally the keeps
1: firing his alt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to click that button.
0: <laughs> but we we should go back to the beginning a bit because we do open up with Luke and Ken uh, going about their daily Star Wars lives, which is one of the, the nice things about these stories. It implies a longer period of time, and we see mm-hmm. some, some of the daily life come through for these people. And they're yeah. talking about how they need to find a present for... Uh, for Han's Han? housewarming, which Han's is before we get to the droid fest of Tatooine, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. Ken is the one who suggests a housekeeping droid, and Luke's opposition to this at first is like, I don't know, he's a bachelor, and
1: like, dog, are you serious? Like,
0: yeah, like Ken has to tell him, bro, it, it's not a wife, it's a it's a housekeeping <laughs> droid. Which the fact you that, don't know Han
1: like the way I do. <laughs> Although immediately she's like, "You're the cutest Karelian I've ever seen." Well, like, if I the converse- if you're up. having
0: a conversation with someone and it goes, "What if we buy them a, a housekeeping droid or a housekeeping service?" and their thing is like, "Oh no, I don't think they want a wife." It's like the what are you thinking? A wife is.
1: That's true. Yeah, it's one of—I'm sure you're going to talk about the other bit of sexism in this book. Um, I also just found what I took away from that, and that yours is a great point too is that they got their droids with them. So it's like, let's take our slaves to go buy some new slaves. Yeah. And the, our slaves are really into it because they're like, that's a sick idea.
0: <laughs> I was picturing Kate as uh, Rosie from the Jetsons.
1: Oh, me the... too. Actually, that's exactly how I pictured her.
0: I didn't think about it just... until just now, but I was like, well, how have you been picturing
1: these? Yeah. Yeah, she's got Actually, I'm, I'm going to stop right there.
0: But did you hmm, did you pick up on uh, how they were getting around when it's Luke?
1: ken c3po eight, and r2d2 yeah the world's largest y-wing yeah keep in mind r2d2 is not in the astromech slot he's in they say he's like in the co-pilot seat yeah so like ken is in the astromech slot he's got the little uh grogu uh dome he's peeking out of yeah yeah no i did i did pick up on that and it was a little great bit of uh
0: yeah, it's like a fucking that, clown car of a Y wing that pulls. Yeah, up the it's hon just hon like a, a fucking.
1: It's like a sedan or something, like, <laughs> or they're all just like really squished in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ken's face is like stuck on the glass the whole time.
0: Yeah. So, uh as you alluded to, when they finally get to to Droid Fest on Tatooine, which is where you always want to go to buy the the stolen secondhand droids from the Jawas. Yeah,
1: even though they're they were just at Vespin. They're like on their way to the party. They arrive at Bespin. They're like, what should we get droids? They're like, fuck it, we'll go back to Tatooine.
0: Yeah. We'll go about a third of the way across the galaxy.
1: Luke is like that guy who like he thinks his hometown's the best. Like he thinks his hometown's (laughs) the first one to have like like an artistic like or like a small local brewery with a bit of personality. (laughs) He's like, trust me, you guys, we got to go back to Tatooine. They got the best droids. And everyone's like, this is this is garbage. like me whenever i'm talking about halifax it's like yeah these things exist everywhere
0: (laughs) yeah someone going to to halifax like oh you guys got to come we've got the best luggage transportation system and it's just bubbles selling the stolen shopping carts
1: yeah because you won't believe it we've got water and electricity in the city sometimes you get both at once
0: But they get to tatooine they uh they get out to droid fest which they had to rent a land speeder to get out to which they abandoned and hoped the insurance would cover it no one rent to this fucking guy then he's like oh the 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 secret intelligence service of the new republic is going to pay for this don't worry about it but
1: yeah
0: 3po when they find kate i feel like 3po has made a few comments like this throughout the throughout the jedi prince books but he's like oh i've never seen a female droid that's manufactured so well and looks like hey looks like they're the exact
1: that. fucking same <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah which like looks it's like... a good
0: step up from his prior page comments about uh i guess wives being synonymous with housekeepers
1: yeah it looks like this is a good reminder to uh, do my annual wipe of c 3 PO's twitter likes <laughs> <laughs> just jordan peterson that's the only person you follow <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but but Ben Shapiro soft (laughs) blocked me. Classic.
0: I told him his sister wasn't that hot. (laughs) (sighs) But so they they get to the party. And like we said, Akbar is being ignored when fucking given his war stories about Battle of Endor, <laughs> yeah. which happened probably last week. I think everyone in attendance was there as well. So
1: yeah, Akbar's like talking about a buildup of like Imperial ships in the Deep Core, and like everyone's like, "Don't worry about it; it's all good." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and again, they're all aware that there's Imperials like ten feet away from them. But the inciting incident in this book is that uh, Kate, the new housekeeping droid that they give to Han just falls out the fucking window while she's cleaning in the middle of the party yeah
1: I was like is she a spy or something (laughs) Uh, she just fell dog yeah it's kind of funny the entire New Republic High command because Mon Mothma's there too is in fucking Han's house and like I don't know like I think your chance even without Imperials in the system I think your chance of dying there due to like a house fire or something is pretty goddamn high yeah like
0: especially when the the atmosphere sounds like it can go up in flames any second
1: yeah, what's the, who's the, like the designated survivor of like the New Republic? Like is like Kraken like back on Coruscant, <laughs> or back on Yavin rather, or... or It's uh, just
0: Yondo Donna sitting in the Lusank <laughs> about to get just, a message that he's in charge. Just
1: fucking fuming. He's like, I really wanted to go to this party. He's like, sorry, <laughs> if we all die. Oh, did you see,
0: uh, did you see Michael Stackpole's tweet right before the... No, started? I didn't. So no. he was looking for some of his old Battletech stuff. But instead mm-hmm. he found a story he'd written about Sun Fell that had never been released. Ooh. So uh maybe if we all
1: uh, did he publish it? did he post it?
0: No. But maybe if okay. enough people ask, it it'll be accidentally posted somewhere online. But
1: uh Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I feel yeah. like he might just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh yeah, so they they end up every Luke and Leia get into another speeder to go and rescue kate and that's how they get into the facility that the imperials have the weapon facility i'm sorry
1: can i just say if if my droid falls off off the edge i got zero hope that i can get out of my party get in the speeder and catch up to it before it falls yeah like, I'm it, just, it was i'm just like i look over the edge and be like god damn like she was a good droid like gonna have to go back to tatooine i guess
0: <laughs> but they catch her Mm -hmm. and they start getting shot at by the Imperials, whose facility they're right next to. Leia gets temporarily captured. Uh, Mm -hmm. Zorba, I think, arrests... So, Lando is getting harassed by Zorba here, because Zorba thinks his son uh, still should own the casino.
1: I think he's right, to be fair.
0: Well, as much as anyone can legally own the entire planet, if we want to take that as a... viable premise well, then yeah there should be a no, but
1: didn't he own the casino specifically in cloud city like he
0: did but like then they do the the sabak game for ownership of like to be governor of the planet so lando loses because he doesn't think to check the cards that zorba's insisting on using for fucking uv mm-hmm. spectrum cheating so mm-hmm. he's not quite as good at security as he thought he was mm-hmm but the this ends up with Ken going on a joyride in one of Han's many Jay Leno cars that he had uh, that were getting ready for races that are coming up now for some reason. So Zorba has Ken, Trioculus ends up with Leia, and he like hits on her for a bit, but then they talk about maybe a trade could be made here.
1: Yeah, it's like, let me trade Ken for Leia, because Zorba wants to kill Leia, and trioculus wants to fuck Ken. oh no i got that backwards he wants to bang leia so there's they've reached an impasse
0: yeah they're this doesn't end well for trioculus he ends up carbonated which would have been or sorry carbonized which i thought would have been funny as carbonated but yeah
1: i love how they he doesn't say take him to the carbon freezing chamber he's like take him to the room where we freeze people in carbonite <laughs> goddamn this this is a young readers book <laughs>
0: Look, you got to get the greatest hits in there.
1: But I mean, like, I just found it was funny. He literally says the room where we turn people or where we freeze people in carbonite. It's like, can you imagine if like you described every room that way? Like, like, honey, can you put more toilet paper in the bathroom and like replace that with honey, can you put more toilet paper in the room where I take monster dumps? <laughs> like,
0: Yeah. Look, sometimes it's got to be as clear as possible. Yeah. But Part of the reason that Han could never have gone to save any of these people, despite it being like a several hour wait for them to come back from what should have been just a catch and return, uh, is because his beeper was off.
1: It happens, though. It, it does happen. I'm not going to blame him for that.
0: Yeah. I I really hope when our tech is at the level of Star Wars, we don't regress to beepers. Beepers were relevant for about five years.
1: Yeah. It's like pre-cell phone... You want to reach people, smoke signals ain't working. Try the beeper. My dad had a beeper, I remember. Actually, my mom did too because she was a nurse. I think my mom had one of
0: those like mobile phones that was like a giant briefcase that would sit in the back of your yeah. car and then you'd never use it. But My
1: dad didn't have that, but he did have a car phone before I was born.
0: Uh, That's what and gave he us ha- cancer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he had and gave you your fucked up... uh the taste in food and he had like one of the very early blocky cell phones not like one of the briefcase ones but one of them yeah
0: technology used to be shit is the point
1: yeah but we i mean they
0: they end up blowing up the imperial weapons facility leia well, escapes. Up, yeah. yeah leia escapes Everything ends up fine there. Well, Zorba thinks Leia exploded in the in the facility, so he's happy. Uh, Trioculus is frozen. He's going to be disowned by uh, Supreme Pop- Prophet Kadan. So we're moving to the next phase of the Prophets of the Dark Side's plan. And uh, beyond that, like Han had a great party.
1: Yeah. So overall, a pretty good day. Uh, then yeah, we get into the next book, and uh, for one, like how come the essential readers guide didn't have the scene of the stormtroopers bribing the cloud city guards for the fucking carbonite block of Trioculus? like that's one top 10 iconic star wars legends moments yeah agree or disagree
0: no that that has to be up there like, right,
1: it's like right up there with dinner with dinner with the boys at the beginning of uh of legacy of the force like come on
0: i know it's like a a new canon book but like battles that change the star wars galaxy that that bribery should have counted
1: Hey, that book steals some of my, uh, st- stole one of my videos.
0: Yeah, I know. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, unknowing fan contributions to that book.
1: Yeah. I, like, I, I canonically de- uh, designed the Imperial fleet deployments at Endor. Get over it. Yeah. And Alex did it for, uh, Jakku. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at least you know your lore video is accurate now. Guess who got to decide how many
1: interdictors were at the Battle of Endor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: highest funny. value video you've done. Yeah. Well, uh, United, or what was it? Star Destroyer versus entire United States Navy, or?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, entire U.S. military, specifically. Okay. I, I, I'm... I do that. I've done the same joke a million times, like about that video. Like the other day, it was like someone posted, like, what did you accomplish? Like, yeah. I they, see. this statue, like, this man made this statue when he was uh, 30. What have you done? And I put out, US military versus one Imperial Star Destroyer.
0: How many views that at? Like, five mil, six mil?
1: No, not that much. I'd say like one and a half, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Yeah. It's kind of, let's see. Yeah. Not great. I don't even think it's my number one video. No, it's, no, I feel like uh, Battle of oh, the Dreadnoughts. It's got two and festival. a half. It's got two and a half. Yeah, Battle of the Dreadnoughts has five. I didn't realize that. Let's and two it's and and like and a half.
0: if you just include all the videos that it's B roll and you're
1: Oh my god. Best money I've ever spent. <laughs> I've been using some of my drone footage for uh for hockey videos for B roll uh, for of Halifax. So
0: do they let you <laughs> get into, into games with the drone?
1: <laughs> no. I no. I bet you no. <laughs> I'm, trying to th- I'm trying to think if they would let me do something with it i think if i asked they would let me go in like on an off hour
0: yeah well you've got your press accreditation for the
1: uh did the mascot called? shot a puck at me last game
0: that's not great
1: accidentally it was like you know how like at hockey games like at halftime they'll do like or at halftime in between the periods they'll have like little shows it'll be like one time it'll be like the kids playing hockey and then they did this one where it was trying to sh- it was who could get the hockey who could get dressed in hockey gear fastest and then shoot a puck in the net and you won something uh so when when uh mac who's one of the mascots was clearing pucks off the ice i was standing like down by the doors to the ice and he flipped the puck up and hit me straight in the shin Oh, I was like, okay, there. that's totally my fault. I shouldn't have been sitting there.
0: <laughs> well, you know who else got a, a hockey puck shot at them? Ooh. Supreme Prophet Kadan, while well, he was talking to Jedgar about how uh, they were not going to bother with, uh, with Trioculus anymore. They wanted to have <laughs> Trioculus shipped to them, that's why they were getting the, the Stormtrooper bribed. Uh, mm-hmm. But they do end up, sadly, incinerating uh, Trioculus, so that's the end of his story. And, Which is
1: good because they immediately introduced triclops, and it would have been even more confusing to have yeah. both of them
0: The so triclops has been uh hidden away. all the imperials are afraid that he's just too crazy. he'd ruin the empire, even though he seems like a chill guy when we meet him at the end of this but uh
1: the also i don't think I don't think that's the last time we'll see triactulus by the way
0: no he's gone. he exploded okay okay, but the uh the plot we start off with with uh, Luke and Leia and them is they've heard that Kadon has been making some new some new prophecies and these are very poetic, uh, very epic. His quatrains. Where is the? Here we go. This is what the what Snap the New Republic uh, intelligence program thing hears when the dragon pack perched upon Yoda's stony back. Receives a visitor pierced by gold, then come the last days of the Rebel Alliance. So my favorite that part name. of this is how in this like two hundred word book, they before the first quatrain, they make it very explicitly clear these are not supposed to rhyme, they're not bad. <laughs> but then the first two lines in this one, uh they make them rhyme.
1: Yeah. And then they just throw the last one in and just Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Now, this is how we learn that the rebels have had a base on on Dagobah, at least like it's implicated as being from before Yoda's death, because they say they renamed the mountain when Yoda died. But then the rebels would have had to be there the entire time, which plays into the whole Yoda was always on Dagobah thing. Uh, (laughs) But they at least have one there now, so Mm -hmm
1: yeah uh it's like the rebel alliance they're like okay do we want to have our bases on well-defended worlds of strategic importance like places where we've been before (laughs)
0: yeah but we know now also that there's like there's a booming population on dagobah there must be because there's the dagobah institute of technology that ken is enrolling in
1: yeah it's it's a school there's other kids there um which is like, that's like, I'd say the biggest theme of this book. Does school suck? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the lesson is, if you don't, if you skip school, you get to fuck around and hang out with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like Thank God I didn't get this book when I was a kid. <laughs> also, I'll be I'll be right back. I just heard something upstairs. OK, just continue talking.
0: Uh, Well, I'll continue talking while he's gone. But yeah. So the they have drop hack or whatever it's called, which is the name of the base on mount yoda formerly mount dagger and so they're, i guess they're making a whole dagobah society and the thing that i really don't get about the uh about the lost city of the jedi is they had a bunch of information that must have been from like, where where do they get where's their spy network from? Because it's all like contemporary information. It's not from before the city would be lost that Ken is studying. He knows who all these Imperials are, he knows how the Empire works, he knows like a bunch of shit about stuff that's going on in the galaxy at the time. So is Chip just like going out and doing studies all the time? I don't know. And X Chair isn't gonna weigh in on that. But Luke is very insistent that Ken has to go back to school, even though it seems like he learned everything he could ever need to learn about the past, present, and future from velocity the jedi's he literally library. knows more than
1: every single other person
0: if he had just like if he just told Luke the things he knew, there would be no plot to to worry about because he fucking he knows everything
1: yeah like his 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 secrets is like he had to watch like Sidious like lay in the nuts to somebody
0: you know. Did he he watched the conception of triclops
1: presumably with a woman with four eyes
0: yeah Well, is that how, how that, works. that works the the average number of eyes was this is was triclops mama towels
1: Don't only some towels have four eyes right
0: well Don't... it was a four-eyed towels yeah or that thing in the mandalorian trailer is that where this is going is that how it connects to the did we ever see the back of ray's dad's head I know he's supposed to be a clone but um
1: I don't know. Yeah, cool. I don't know.
0: File that one away for the end of Mando season 3. See if you can make out I feel
1: like even if you did see the back of his head, you could just grow your hair over the eye, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably how this guy's been managing to stay on the down low. But apparently, uh this is when we're we're learning that Duro is turning into a pile of shit that no one's heard about for like 20 years. Even though Mm -hmm. Duro is like a very major planet. uh, Mm -hmm. They need to save it. And they do.
1: Well, they're not really saving the planet. They're like, just saving a couple of fellas on the planet.
0: They're saving (laughs) them from like, further degradation by the Empire, who is just turning Duro into a toxic sludge dump.
1: I'm sorry, but if I'm Luke Skywalker, I'm going to really struggle to care about these problems. I have other things to do.
0: What do you mean? What else is he going to do? Send Ken to school? That's his only... That's his only other problem.
1: Maybe train more Jedi.
0: Well, he's trying to. That's what Ken's for, ultimately.
1: You gotta pick up at least two to go on these missions.
0: Well, we know he's still a good decade away from being able to to get that many together. He's looking for all the potential students. Cal didn't give him the, the holocron.
1: That's like... It's like one planet in the galaxy. That's like... Superman like taking a day out of his afternoon to like go clean up the local fucking Walmart parking lot.
0: But when the galaxy only has like six planets in it, <laughs> and the sure. Rebel High Command is all busy partying at Han's place,
1: yeah, like based on how the Empire is described, they got like one strike cruiser. Well, had or no, they got one strike cruiser and like one facility. Like Luke could probably clean things up in like an afternoon. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they do team up with uh with Triclops, which is a very important thing for anyone to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So you can't knock that. And this mm-hmm. book does kill off Hissa. So we're basically at the point where like this the central committee is not really a, a a factor anymore. It's Kadan that's running everything. He's he's taken all the power from Hissa and him and Jedgar are the the top dogs for the next two books. So yeah. Or they're the top dogs that are getting set up for the next two books. Who knows what's going to happen?
1: Yep. I I I don't know. It's the the whole universe is there waiting for us.
0: Do you have anything else for Zorba or for sorry for Mount Yoda? I feel like this had uh, less interesting stuff going on than
1: way less interesting. Totally agree. Uh, In fact, this whole time, while I was reading it, I was just drawing the word Zorba on my tablet (laughs) instead of taking notes when I was reading the book. So yeah never mm-hmm. did get that a done <laughs> i was like look at mine i was like okay i got some stuff for the first one like okay some funny lines oh like i meant to i meant to read the word um uh lubricate my subatomic accelerator i thought it was kind of funny yeah,
0: yeah. Well, they did what they could
1: the only the only big question left is what's project decoy hmm Trioculate. I guess we'll find out, won't we? Maybe. Well,
0: let's take a look at a couple email questions for the week. Uh, we do have a fortnight appointment in about fifteen minutes. So first email comes from my Mike. battle
1: pass has been acting up.
0: Oh, that's too bad.
1: Just doesn't get as rigid as it used to.
0: Oh no. Well, maybe you can help other people rigidify their battle passes by answering this question from Mike, who says, Why can't the Rangers just be bad and let the Devils enjoy their one good season in forever?
1: The last time the Rangers and the Devils met in a really important game. It was, I believe, the 2012, yep, yeah, 2012 Eastern Conference Finals. Winner goes on to Stanley Cup. Do you know what happened?
0: Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs won in a surprise turnaround season for them.
1: The Rangers lost, so the the Devils are like, you know what? They're not even doing that well anymore. So, hmm.
0: well, hopefully those little devils change their tune.
1: Hmm. Our next email. Comes from also hostile. the devil's lost in 2012 as well so no
0: nope. it's too bad next question comes from hostile nebula who asks what do you think the future of star wars space battles is for movies and series whether it be dogfights or capital ship battles do you think that with the reemergence of we will get more and if so how much are we going to see on the tactical side of the battles
1: probably not much we never really get very much on the tactical side um I think we'll get so I don't think we'll get it. I just don't think Mando is really doing capital ship battles. I mean, they could we've seen Star Destroyers, but um,
0: I think doing a full like full on space battle beyond a dogfight in a TV show is probably going to be too much to ask uh, budget wise.
1: I think they could maybe do one. Um, Yeah,
0: as like a culmination thing in Ahsoka, maybe. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect it to be like a common thing we start seeing in these shows.
1: I'm just trying to think, like, what's the most impressive, like, thing on that scale? Like, if I th- if I'm thinking of like the the most impressive VFX moments in like Star Wars or Marvel TV shows, I I got to think number one might be the uh the um the dragon in Mando season two episode yeah. one. Um, yeah. So I feel like I feel like it's possible we get something, but yeah i like i also don't think they're going to want to do it half-assed either because like they could do it half-assed for sure Mm -hmm. especially with like they've got a million ship like that's kind of the thing about the battle of Exegol. they've got a million ship models that they can throw in to a battle um and probably some that we didn't even get a good look at especially like things like they've got like 10 new mon calamari cruiser variants that they could just throw in at any time yeah um
0: but yeah. You can have those in the background a lot easier than you can have like the VFX for an actual battle though. Because we know they're like breaking down a bunch of the Star Destroyer models
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: trailer. So like we know the ships will be present in some form. It's just whether we'd be able to see them like actively shooting at stuff is the bigger question. But only time will tell.
1: Yeah, I do wonder whether we could maybe get something in Andor. Um yeah. because I mean, obviously, Rogue Battle of Scarif is probably the best Star Wars space battle in terms of like being an actual battle, like not just like Endor is great because of all the ships, but like nothing actually happens. Whereas like Scarif has kind of a cadence to it. Uh, So Endor could be could be good, but kind of limited by like what the rebels can do there.
0: Yeah. And you'd kind Um, of expect that if Rogue Squadron gets made as far as movies go, that would be pretty centric, like pretty battle centric. Yeah, for sure but hopefully we'll find out sooner than later. Thank you, Hostile Nebula. Our final question for the week comes from Joel, who asks, if Legends had continued, do you think they would have written a Marco Ragnos book, maybe a Plagueis-style novel, tying in all the stories from Tales of the Jedi to Old Republic? Would you have been interested in that?
1: Mm. Me, not really. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think that was really high on their priority list, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I feel like... I, I... Sorry, go ahead.
1: I, was gonna say, I think they're more interested in Clone Wars era stuff and the late kind of the later stuff than going back and kind of retreading that that era. But I could be wrong.
0: Well, the thing with Ragnos is that he's so present throughout every era. But like most of those stories are kind of already told. I could see him mm-hmm. maybe coming up as, in one of the uh, books that like moves forward now that there's like the one Sith and everything. Because mm-hmm. I don't think his spirit was ever really destroyed they just sent it back into the statue and that was kyle
1: and before. um jaden don't finish it off
0: they just uh send him to get vacuumed back into his thing. i thought you
1: guys send said to get vaccinated for a second <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the problem with marco Regnos the whole time he just wasn't vaccinated
1: no he was vaccinated
0: <laughs> but like i don't know maybe i could potentially see there having been like a golden age of the sith novel maybe but that would have been a a rare thing as far as something that covers all the eras that just seems like more source book mentions that could have potentially been done rather than my thing is
1: if they wanted to do Sith, old Sith stuff, I don't think they would have wanted to step, they would have wanted to tie in better with old Republic. Yeah. Uh, And like, that's clearly where people were most interested. So yeah. Yeah.
0: And one of like, no authors tend to be that interested in being told like, Here's a story where they have all of the beats already kind of set out for mm-hmm. thousands of years. Do something with that. So unless it's one of the uh one of the writers from the comics that handled it, like I feel like I someone else would just be like, okay, what if I did the Sith story you want, but I made my own cool character or took someone who we don't know the end of their story. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, I I feel like just it's not particularly interesting for people to be super locked into what they have to do
1: mm-hmm.
0: but that's going to do it for our emails thank you joel thank you for watching everyone thank you for listening anything you want to get out there to the world before we finish and go off to twitch.tv slash cordy loses and youtube.com slash Eckstoo for Fortnite?
1: uh sure so i'm doing uh well i'm not doing but i'm helping a fundraiser for a small, very small rink in Lang, Saskatchewan. You guys may have seen it. It went pretty viral on, on the internet. Basically, it's this rink that's almost 100 years old. It's, it's very, very small. So small, in fact, that there's no room for dressing rooms on the ground floor. The dressing room for the players is on the second floor. The way you get down to the ice is on a weighted drawbridge that you step on, and it takes you down to the ice surface. Um, there's a video of it on my hockey channel, Ek eck um and we've not just me but so far we've raised almost eight thousand dollars uh which you know for a a rink you know they don't it's not like they get much government funding out there it's a town of 200 people uh so you can go check that out at eck and if you are in saskatchewan i did a radio interview so you might hear me tomorrow if you're kind of in the area it's not going it's on like three stations kind of around lang so You might hear that otherwise you can check that out there it's for a good cause uh yeah that's all i got
0: all right thanks again everyone have a good week no actually no 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 podcast next week or the week after so more than a week
1: have a good possibly a week after i'm not sure
0: all right we'll let everyone know in the usual ways it'll be scheduled here it'll be on twitter uh but yeah until then
1: we'll shout it into your ear